Breaking news out of the UK where Prime Minister Boris Johnson has today announced a brand new set of lockdowns. This lockdown is happening because two government scientists claim that the UK could see 50,000 new COVID cases per day by mid-October. And yet other scientists are now pushing back, saying not only is that number implausible, but it seems to be based completely on faulty data. How outlandish is this claim? And why should we continue to listen to the same scientists who have been getting coronavirus predictions wrong the entire time? I'm Ben Swan, and this is Truth in Media. Hey guys, welcome to the show. A lot to get to today. We're going to start by going down kind of what's in this new lockdown order from the Prime Minister Boris Johnson, but we're also going to take a very critical look at these two UK scientists who are making really an implausible claim that the number of coronavirus cases in the UK will jump to 50,000 by mid-October. That's 50,000 new cases, they say, per day. Not only does that not make sense, but it doesn't even work with the science of what's already taken place with this. And by the way, with some of the familiar faces like Neil Ferguson, who essentially made the original claim that the UK would see 200,000 deaths by the summer if lockdowns were not instituted. Well, his projections were, of course, fantastically wrong. And yet, for some reason, those who are in government in the UK keep listening to these scientists who are making these implausible claims. We're going to break all that down for you in a minute. But first, a shout out to our sponsor for this episode, ISE.media. ISE.media is the place to go for those who are being purged on social media, including for reports like the one we're about to give you. Because the fact checkers on all these sites will claim it's not true, even though what we're telling you is absolutely true. By the way, you can become an equity investor in this platform. Go to our WeFunder page. You can join our crowd crowdfunding effort. Again, become an equity investor in the company. All right, so let's talk about, first of all, the new set of lockdown orders. Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced today what that would include. Office workers who can work from home should do so. Pubs, bars, and restaurants in England will be ordered to close by 10 p.m. each night. The hospitality sector will be restricted to table service only. Face coverings must be worn in taxis and private hire vehicles and by retail staff while at work. Also, customers in indoor hospitality will have to wear face coverings except while seated at a table to eat or drink. The planned return of spectators to sports venues will not go ahead from October 1st and wedding ceremonies and receptions will be capped at 15 people from Monday. Now the Prime Minister when he was making this announcement said this was by no means going back to the full lockdown they had in March in the UK but these were necessary steps he says. But of course it begs the question with so many businesses and business owners struggling in the UK as they are in so many countries around the world why institute this new set of lockdowns? Many of these business owners were just beginning to come out of these very strong restrictions in the UK. Well the reason for this is because the Prime Minister says two government scientists have warned that if we don't do this, that 50,000 new cases a day will be registering in the UK. And the reason for that is because these two scientists say that they are seeing a doubling of new cases each week for the past few weeks. Patrick Vallance, the British government's chief scientific advisor, and Chris Whitty, chief medical officer for England, said the number of coronavirus cases is doubling roughly every seven days. A number of scientists are already pushing back on this idea, saying that that number of 50,000 new cases per day is simply implausible. Other academics claim that Sir Patrick and Professor Chris Whitty, who appeared alongside him, had misused data, said it was 
almost certain cases would not continue to double every seven days for long and claim projections will look gloomy in comparison to the truth by the time mid-October comes around. Professor David Patton, an industrial economist at the University of Nottingham, suggested the figures may warrant investigation from the Office for Statistics Regulation, which regulates the accuracy of data given to the public. If the UK were to follow trends in these two countries, then cases would be at 10,000 a day by next month. But if cases were to jump to 50,000 a day by next month, as suggested, then they would be off the scale compared to France and Spain, six and three times higher respectively. What these two UK scientists are essentially claiming is that if it goes unchecked without another set of lockdowns, the UK wouldn't just become the fastest infected country in the world, it would do so at a rate three times and six times higher than countries like France and Spain, which already have higher coronavirus totals. So where would this massive surge in cases actually be coming from? That is one of the things that doesn't seem to make sense in all of this. But it's also worth noting just how far off the charts these claims are. Only three countries in the world, India, the US, and Brazil, have ever reported more than 50,000 new cases per day. Scientists predict that more than 100,000 Scientists predict that more than 100,000 Britons were getting newly infected each day during the peak of the crisis, which has not been proven due to a lack of testing. But this is when the coronavirus was left to spread uncontrollably. The situation is vastly different now compared to March and April. But here's something else that's fairly interesting in all of this, is if we take a look at the actual death statistics and new case statistics, not from what is projected, because the projections seem to always be completely wrong, but instead what has already happened, the historical data we have so far from earlier this year. And what we find is that the new cases versus the death cases in the UK don't seem to line up at all. And what I mean by that is this, when these scientists are saying that there's going to be 50,000 new cases, that means many, many thousands more deaths and hospitalizations. Now, scientists will tell you that whenever there comes a point of new cases versus deaths, there's a lag between the two. That makes total sense. It has to be a lag between the time that people first start to get the disease or the virus and the time they begin to die from the virus. But if you go back and look at the statistics of what has happened so far, the death rate is not rising even as the new case rate is rising in the UK. Now, what fact checkers will say is, well, of course it's not, this is all new, but really it's not. If you look at the statistics going back to August the 6th, that was when the UK saw its first real resurgence of new cases according to their statistics, starting August 6th until September 22nd. Well, that's roughly six weeks that have gone by in that time. And we are seeing an increase daily of new cases. But if you look at the same time at the number of deaths, deaths are not rising. Now, a week in, that makes sense. Two weeks in, it might still make sense, but not three, four, five, and even six weeks in. Why is it that six weeks after we've started to see a number of new cases beginning to rise in the UK, the death rates are not rising simultaneously? It indicates one of two things. Either the number of new cases is faulty in terms of how the testing is taking place, or the coronavirus is not as deadly as what those scientists are saying. But either way, there is not a correlation right now between new cases increasing and the number of deaths increasing in the UK. Not my numbers, these are the numbers that are being reported by the UK government. There's also something else fairly interesting here. If you look at these same two charts, look at the way that the numbers seem to peak for deaths right around the beginning of April. That was when the highest number of deaths were taking place. But in the UK, 
the number of new cases did not start to fall until May. Now you would expect if there's a lag, the cases are beginning to fall, but the deaths remain high and then fall off about two or three weeks later. But that doesn't happen in these statistics. Instead, the number of new cases outlasts the rise and the peak in deaths. We see deaths beginning to fall even as new cases continue to be reported. And after deaths have fallen, we begin to see then the number of new cases beginning to fall. These charts actually show the opposite of what you would expect from statistics of new cases versus deaths. Lastly, why do we continue to trust and believe government scientists, who by the way, are funded not only by government, but by private enterprises and private foundations like the Gates Foundation. Why are we trusting those entities and those individuals with public policy when they have already, in the case of the coronavirus, been proven wrong time and time again? This is maybe one of the most significant questions of our time. Why are we trusting people to make public policy that is controlling business, it is controlling our futures, our educations, our children, our lives? They are making these policies and they're basing them on models that have been proven wrong time and time again. This is the only time that I know of in human history where people can make wrong predictions, get it completely wrong, cause enormous detriment to people's lives and then are listened to when they come back with their next projection, equally as fantastical as the one before and equally as wrong. It's time for us to say no more to these ridiculous ideas coming from government scientists who in fact are not acting on behalf of the people, but acting on behalf of their funders.